Hello, and welcome to Books, the podcast, the only podcast about books. I'm Tim. I'm Tom. And we're Booksmen. Weird Booksmen. Merch, Weird Booksmen, merch coming soon. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Just in time for the holidays. It won't be in time for the holidays. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Put um, off your Christmas shopping. There is uh, some complete guide to everything. Uh, it's this merch, other show yeah. we do. You don't have to worry about it. Um, but uh, there's some merch out there, right? You ran yeah. a sale. Sometimes I'll be on Twitter and I'll be like, hey, there's a sale. Uh-huh. And you're like, oh, let me buy. Let me yeah, buy up everything. I always, I always really stock up. <laughs> uh, yeah, there was a, there was a sale. We don't determine when the sales are. Oh no! The, uh, no, the 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 uh, service we we make our our shirts and other merch available through T Public. Do we make less money when they put a sale on? Uh, no, I don't think so. Huh. Maybe we do. I don't know. But uh, you know what, Tim? I just care about saving our listeners money. Yeah. And if that means less money in my pocket, if that means I can't eat dinner so somebody can get a a shirt with a picture of an astronaut and says coward on it for a few dollars less than normal, then I'll go hungry. Um, That's just the kind of man I am. A lot of people were confused by the disclaimer I put at uh, the beginning of last week's episode about <laughs> Santa Claus. Um, yeah, you were you recorded that disclaimer like as we were finishing up. I had already turned off my recorder. Yeah. That's why you couldn't hear me screaming. Don't listen to him. Uh, Bradley said, <laughs> I was my first thought at the opening disclaimer. Oh, no, did Santa die? <laughs> Uh, please keep in mind this, this this episode was recorded before the news about Santa Claus this week. Hayden Wolf said, "Trigger warning, Santa Claus." <laughs> yeah, Tim, I don't know the hypothetical listener you have in in your mind. Sometimes my just... brother listens to shows, um, yeah, our well... shows. In the car, mm-hmm. I think, with my five-year-old, with my six-year-old nephew. Nope, soon to be six. Five-year-old nephew. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't want to be responsible for, you know. Yeah, but he he listens to all the other shit we say on this thing. That's not good either. Yeah, I don't know. Not hearing that Santa Claus isn't real. Oh, God. Now we're going to have to put another disclaimer in <laughs> front right, of this Can episode. you do it? <laughs> Why don't you just text your brother when we do episodes or just give him a blanket thing from now on? Like, Look, sometimes we're going to talk about how Santa Claus isn't real. So, so maybe. Well, how is this kid put, supposed to know his uncle? I've never met him. <laughs> how does he know which one of us is his uncle? Me or you? Yeah. He knows you. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's met, met you, but he also like before he met you. He was like aware of you, like he was just yeah. like, "Oh yeah, Uncle Tim's friend." Oh yeah, I don't, I don't think I knew that. That's weird. Yeah, and hey, uh, that's just life in the twenty first century. Sometimes people know their uncle's friends <laughs> before and, they even met them. Yeah, and then you met them, and uh, you scared the hell out of my niece. <laughs> that was an accident. You like growled at her or something. <laughs> well, I had just woken up. 
And she like kind of looked like she was scared of me, and I thought she was playing. Uh, so I went like, ah. Yeah. And it turned out she was actually scared of me. Yeah. You're a scary guy I when you just woke uh, up. Well, so. I forget that I, when, I, when I wake up, I walk like Frankenstein. So to a <laughs> yeah, child, that's terrifying. <laughs> Four or well, five I'm hours saying, later, you snap out of it. I'm saying when I wake up before I put those shoes on the, with the real thick soles that I normally wear. Why do you have those shoes? What was the explanation behind that? I don't know. So we could be taller on film. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they should have come up with an in-canon explanation for why you had to wear those shoes. You should write to the uh, Universal Studios. uh, Dark Universe uh, (laughs) masterminds. Yeah. Man, I I should try and get a meeting at Universal, pitch a Dark Universe reboot, and we'll we'll finally explore why Frankenstein's got those uh, real thick shoes. They should bring back uh, Brendan Fraser um, in The Mummy situation yeah yeah now that now that brendan fraser is a big deal again you are you excited to see the movie the whale um i don't know if i'm excited to see it but but i but i'll watch it i i I like him uh darren aronofsky i sometimes like and sometimes don't you used so, to love Darren Aronofsky. His career yeah, did a, a, a weird thing. Yeah, I think I think that I think I'm not the only one that was kind of like, oh, I don't know about this guy anymore. He's a different guy than we all thought, right? Because yeah. like it was Pie, and then it was Requiem for a Dream. Requiem for a Dream. Um, and then you really were like, oh, he's gonna do a a Batman, and you thought he was gonna do the Batman. Like he was talking like. He was going to do the Christopher Nolan style Batman, where it's like right, yeah, like a grounded Batman yeah. before. But then it turned out he like his. Uh, I don't know if the script ever like leaked online, but like the uh, details of the script came out, you know, years and years and years later, and it was like, ooh, this would have been bad. Yeah, Heath Ledger as uh, freaking the Joker, <laughs> the guy from no, Ten Things they, I like, Hate About You. No, they he like changed it so it's like Batman, like Bruce Wayne wasn't a billionaire, he was a mechanic. Like just all these like weird things where it's like, ah, oh, just just make a different movie then if you're gonna yeah. change all this stuff. Like and, I get it. It's been done. You don't want to do the same thing. So do a different movie. Don't change all these weird things. Yeah. And then he was like, Okay, well I'll make a Noah's Ark movie, I guess, instead. Yeah. And that's I fell asleep I like, during that. Yeah, I didn't see that. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't think, know what else uh, he's done. I'm not. I'm not going to see the whale. It looks too sad. He did that uh, mother movie. Oh yeah, which I didn't see. Yeah, I didn't see but, that. But but uh, people did like that. Yeah. Seemed like or or at least were like, there's a twist. Uh, why not, father? Huh. Tim, I have a movie recommendation. A movie I watched the other night. Uh, Triangle of Sadness. I'm not going to watch a movie called Triangle of Sadness. <laughs> it's not it about that. It sounds sad. And no. I don't like shapes. <laughs> it's Triangle not about that. too pointy. Let me tell you who's in it. Woody Harrelson. TV's Woody Boyd? Yeah. I think that might be the only person uh, you'd recognize because it was the only person oh, I recognized. The only guy I'd recognize. Oh, okay. That's the only <laughs> guy you'd recognize too. Okay. Yeah. 
but it's about like uh, rich people and stuff. And and he plays like a, a drunk uh, captain of like a, a very uh, like high end uh, like cruise ship. Huh. All right. I'm uh, I'm a big uh, cruise guy. Yeah. I think I think it's Swedish, maybe something like that. French. French. Ooh, Wait, la, I don't la. know. I don't know if that's true. I don't know, but it was good. Ooh la la. Um, Recommend it to anybody out there too. All right, oh, I'll give it a shot. Tom, you know what I'm pissed about? What's that? That um, they put um, glass onion. The uh, oh yeah. Knives Out movie Mm -hmm. um, in theaters for a week and then took it out, which like, okay, fine. I know everybody's like up in arms over, you know, theatrical versus streaming releases. And Mm -hmm. like, uh, I think movie theater, the movie theater experience is great, whatever. Um, The thing that pisses me off is that like, now there's like articles about it and people are like discussing it online. And it's like, it's not going to be on Netflix for another like three weeks still. Like, yeah, everybody cool it. Like, if you're going to put it in theaters, put it out a week before it's on Netflix or whatever. Yeah, um, yeah, I kind of th- put it in, take it out, like let like half the country yeah. see it, and then be like, don't let no, half don't the country s- see a who done it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, I thought the same thing. That uh, I I didn't realize it had such a short. Uh, release and I thought like oh and then as soon as it's out of theaters it's going to be on Netflix and it's like oh it's out for a week and then it comes out on Netflix a month later why'd they do why'd they do it that way yeah and it made a lot of money in that week like they could have kept it for two weeks it made a lot more money yeah that was the other thing I was reading the director was like yeah I was trying to convince them like why don't we have this movie that's making a lot of money stay in movie theaters yeah now it's not about that. Yeah. It's about it's streaming shareholder value. This is this is not an episode of Merrily, 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 Life is but a stream. Or, or even, stream dreams. Or even don't cross the streams. Right. This is an episode of Books the Podcast. Where we're reading a book about a movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a book about a movie. Tom, we're reading a book that a movie was based on. Yeah, I thought this was a novelization. Um, Tom, Mm -hmm. are we going to keep the party going and read the sequel to the book, uh, Forrest Gump, Gump and Company? Gump and Co. Uh, I mean, people can sound off in the comments, but I feel like uh, a month of Gump is probably enough. What about, hear me out, two months Mm -hmm. of Gump? (laughs) <laughs> I think I think two months two months of gump is uh too much of a good thing. Also, by the time we get we get we had the movie mm-hmm. and then four weeks of the book and then we're going to Bubba Gump. That's six weeks mm-hmm. of gump. Yeah. But mm-hmm. what's another four weeks on the back end of the <laughs> sequel? It's ten well, weeks people, of gump. I mean, look, I'll be honest, I am curious what the sequel to the book is especially knowing that in the book he meets tom hanks yeah the first line and of the i book like is something like uh never let anybody make a movie about your life yeah and look you know and then probably I some love... racial slurs 
I love when Tom Hanks shows up as a fictional character in a book as much as the next guy. And uh, I'm curious about it, but uh, but I think uh, people will probably be sick of Gump by the time we're done uh, gumping I don't it know. up. It depends on how much shrimp we can eat at Bubba Gump's. That's true. I mean, maybe we'll have such a good time at Bubba Gump Shrimp that uh, uh, we'll insist that that we read the the book. Maybe we'll read it on our own time. We won't even talk about it on this podcast. Are you still insistent that we actually go to Bubba Gump Shrimp? <laughs> yes, Tim. In Times Square. It's on the schedule. I mean, December. we can go to a non we can go to a non Times Square one if you'd like. Guess what, Tom? What doesn't exist? Is that the only one? <laughs> is yeah. that the only one left? Yeah. No, I remember. I remember seeing one in Florida. Yeah, okay, we should just go to Florida in the next <laughs> couple of weeks. Because uh, it was next door to the uh, the uh, Hooters that uh, that you went to. <laughs> <laughs> that I oh we got a beer we had time to kill before like a, was, uh, going uh, going out on a boat beer at Bubba Gumps Tim Bubba Gumps was hopping it seemed like it would have been hard to get a table well Tom so our choices are go to Times Square <laughs> in the middle of December mm-hmm. when, do you remember the time we went and saw Spider Man turn off the dark in December. <laughs> Um, oh yeah, and I was so mad at how many people were there. Do you remember we got out of the subway across the street from the theater, and it took us thirty-five minutes to get to the theater? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we we were just being like jostled all over the place. We were yeah. we were jostled back to Thirty-fourth Street. Yeah, at least there's a it's still raging pandemic <laughs> to make things a not, lot easier. Not at not at Bubba Gump Shrimp. Yeah. Um, no, I'm excited about it. I think we might have a special guest on that show. Tom Hanks. Wow. <laughs> wow. What a pull. Should we get Maybe Hanks I'm... on the show? Is Winston Groom alive? Uh, I don't know. I, and I don't know if, if we can get him on the show. If I were Winston Groom, I would not come on a random, uh, podcast. Oh, we lost Winston in, uh, yeah. 2020. Oh, Okay. Was he, uh, uh, the age of seventy-seven? Okay, see, he was up there. He was born in Washington D.C. You mm-hmm. want to guess where he passed away? Washington D.C. Fairhope, Alabama. Wow. Maybe he was trying yeah. to live. Uh, I mean, he could have been born the forest in D.C., life. but but raised in Alabama. Yeah, he was raised in Mobile County. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean that Mobile. you know, that happens sometimes. Sometimes yeah. people are born in one place but then they go somewhere else. Oh yeah, he was the son of an English teacher and a lawyer at the Pentagon. Wow. Pentagon lawyer. Maybe he is kind of a gump figure. Alabama, DC. Mm-hmm. Found himself in the Pentagon. It says I mean, here that he, he was shot into himself. space. <laughs> well tim you're you're getting ahead of us in the book here yeah. i'm trying to remember what where exactly did we leave off he was in dc yes and he was arrested for oh, throwing right. the medal and it hit the uh the clerk the, of the, the senator and yeah. uh he was gonna go to jail and said they sent him to uh a uh mental hospital yeah he said you know they finally put me away I think is how it ended. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, so he's there, and I forget how in the book, but like pretty quickly they figure out. Well, I guess they figure out that he's like a an idiot savant, right? Right. Well, first a lady doctor makes mm. him strip in front of her, and then she's like, "Man, you're a perfect specimen." Um, right. And then I thought something awful was going to happen, but then he <laughs> right. put his clothes back on, and they just gave him tests. Yeah. Uh, like intelligence tests. Um mm. and then uh they were like, Oh, you're actually smart. We're gonna you're like really smart. Well, um, it was basically like you're like a human computer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like uh they contact NASA and they're like, You could use this guy. Right. <laughs> we've we've got a guy in the uh mental asylum that we think would be perfect for NASA. Right. Um so he, they send him to, and they're like, so you're either going to like be institutionalized for mm-hmm. a very long time, mm-hmm. or if you go do this NASA thing, um, we'll make sure that you get out um, right, right after. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so he, he kind of doesn't have a choice. Yeah. Even though he, uh, upon further reflection after the fact, said if he had known what was going to happen, he never would have agreed to it. Yeah. Um, and it's a, it's a weird space mission cause they're sending up him Forrest Gump, uh, a woman who's like a, uh, you know, like a typical astronaut, major Janet Fritch. And she had a bold yeah. haircut, <laughs> right? But she's like former air force or something, right? She's a, she's or like a real astronaut. Yeah. Yeah. And a chimpanzee or an ape. Yeah. The ape ain't so bad, actually, says uh, Forrest. <laughs> yeah, an ape named Sue. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, an, an orangutan named Sue. Yeah, but you uh, can her an ape. I don't know the yeah. difference between all these things. Monkey, I mean, I know... ape, orangutan. Uh, yeah. Gorilla. They're all the same to well, me. No, nah, I mean, I know like an orangutan They're all and monkeys, a chimpanzee. right? They're all monkeys. <laughs> I know an orangutan, a chimpanzee, and an, and a uh, a gorilla, but yeah, I don't know. Like, all right, well, what which ones are monkeys? Which ones are apes? And like, people get mad. You know, they're like that. They're not monkeys. They're apes. Who gets mad? Monkeys. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> no, like like people who devote their life to like studying primates. Sure, people get who mad. devote their life and then you make a mockery of it. Like, yeah, okay, yeah. they can get mad. <laughs> yeah, well, if you're one of those me, people, sound off in the comments. <laughs> excuse me that I didn't devote my life to learning which is an ape and which is a monkey. <laughs> yeah, I got bigger uh, fish to fry. We got to talk yeah. about a book on a podcast. Uh, but I think. Uh, orangutans are really up there with like chimpanzees as far as like uh, strength, right? Like uh, by to strength, uh, or like weight to strength ratio. Where where was it? I feel like it was something you might have seen too, where uh, somebody somebody had worked with like a chimpanzee, and they said uh, like the chimpanzee gave him a hug, and they like couldn't believe like how strong their arms were. Oh, I don't know. I just... That they were like, their arms felt like under their skin were like s- steel cables, like yeah. that would hold up a I bridge. I stay away from all monkeys. <laughs> yeah, well, then you're going to regret it one day. <laughs> Even Marcel the monkey, Tom. 
that those things bite those little monkeys. Yeah. Um, Ross Geller got a monkey. Friends. Illegal. An illegal pet. You can't have monkeys in the city. Friends was this a hip sitcom at the time. (laughs) Yeah. And then like six episodes in, they're like, out of I like it was supposed to be about like oh young uh the people in New York yeah, and twenty somethings trying to make like, it yeah yeah and then like six episodes in like they ran out of ideas and we're like I don't know what if one of them gets a monkey <laughs> right that'll draw that'll help draw out the will they or won't they <laughs> between that <laughs> yeah. character and the the lady. Tim, I'm just trying to imagine, like, you know, uh, we were lucky to, like, spend our 20s in New York City and, like, you know, we we had a bunch of friends as roommates and, uh, you know, f- a lot of friends that lived in the neighborhood. So, like, we had, like, a friends-type situation where people would drop in all the time and stuff. Yeah. Can you imagine if one person was just like, guess what? I got a monkey. That person would not be invited anywhere anymore. Tom? They would be invited over immediately when they got the monkey. The monkey would shit all over the place and bite someone, and they'd never be invited yeah. again. Tom, I'm I'm frankly surprised that Paul did not get a monkey. That's exactly who I have in my yeah, head. Of course, it would have been him. Yeah. And it would have been like some friend of the show, Paul. It, it would have been like ah, this guy owed me money, but you know he he didn't have the money, but he said he had this monkey, and I could have the monkey. And like, guess what? This monkey's worth twice as much as the money he owes me. Right. Anyway, in retrospect, I'm a little surprised it didn't happen, but it is still crazy uh, that yeah, that a mainstream sitcom, one of the characters just got it. And like, what was he doing when he went to work and stuff? I don't know. Put him in a cage, I guess. We never saw the cage. I guess maybe it was in his bedroom. Yeah. I don't know. We never really saw at that point Ross's apartment. Yeah, it's true. The whole place could have been a monkey pit for all we know. So they are sending Forrest up into space essentially because Mm -hmm. if the computers fail or something... He yeah. can do the math necessary to save the mission from the yeah, I it, yeah, it's like kind of you know they're kind of like look, just go with it. He's going to space. Yeah, this is. I mean, this is where the book gets irredeemably dumb, right? Yeah it it's surprising. Like this because... book was on thin ice for a while, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> it's just like. Yeah, it was on thin ice, and then it just kind of goes to cartoon town out of nowhere. Yeah, um, which is weird because yeah, the book is far fetched, but like it it's, strikes a similar tone to the movie, right? Of like, oh, okay, well, this is like kind of like a folk tale. It's kind of a tall tale. You know, there there's going to be exaggerations. Forrest maybe isn't the most reliable narrator. But then, yeah, this happens, and you're just like, wait, what? All right. Now everybody everybody else in, the, in this world is also weird <laughs> and dumb. Uh, the headline of the paper, Tim, was Woman, Ape, and Idiot in Next U.S. Space Effort. I had that highlighted also. Girl, Goon, and Gorilla to lift off today. 
<laughs> I also have that highlighted. As dumb as this book gets, there are mm-hmm. a couple lines throughout these chapters that we read um, this last week um, that really made me laugh out loud. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to remember. We'll probably come to it because I have it uh, uh, highlighted but uh, in my notes, but uh, I can't remember. Yeah, where is it? But yeah, there was one line in particular that really uh, made me laugh out loud. We'll get there. Yeah. Um, so the uh, <clears throat> there's a mix-up. They, they are, you know, it, it's... Similar to, I think, a lot of NASA missions where, like, the 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 takeoff, they're they're about to take off, but then there's a problem. It's delayed. They get like uh, put back in, you know, mission control or whatever, and then all of a sudden, it's like, oh no, actually, we're we've got to go right now. Like, there's a window. We've got to take off, and they get. Uh, I don't know if they get all the way there or almost all the way there. And they're like, ah, we forgot the, the ape. We forgot yeah. the orangutan, which, you know, it, again, is like pretty far fetched for NASA. Right. And they bring the wrong one, which is also very far fetched. They bring the wrong one. The, the reason why they were sending a female orangutan is because they're less aggressive. Uh, but they accidentally got a male orangutan. And, uh, he's, you know, he's like baring his teeth as they're, uh, like getting ready for takeoff. Right. So they take off and, uh, they're like, oh, that's the wrong monkey. And, uh, NASA mission control is like, that's your problem now. Um, Yeah. (laughs) They're a bunch of jerks. Um, it says my first impression is of being squashed under something. Now that is when they're taken off, such as my daddy was when them bananas fell on him. We never mentioned that. Uh, there's a whole <laughs> yeah. big part in the beginning where his dad dies um, from uh, getting squashed by bananas. A whole bunch yeah. of bananas. It was before Forrest was born, or when he was very little. Yeah, like he has no memories of his dad. I think right. right? Mm-hmm. Um, but Tim, this made me think of you. Can't move, can't yell, can't say nothing, can't do nothing. We are strictly here for the ride. Outside looking through the window. All I can see is blue sky. The spaceship is moving out. And this is, uh, so Forrest agrees with you that, you know, he's just there for the ride. Yeah. He's not actually doing anything. Ah, moving out. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, this must have really solidified your opinion that, uh, you know, any idiot can be uh, an astronaut. I mean, that's not that's not what I said. Um, so you're saying Forrest Gump isn't an idiot, Tim, even though it's been proved through a clinical a series of clinical tests. Tom, uh, oh, idiot. I was gonna say uh, stupid is as stupid does, but you didn't <laughs> say stupid. <laughs> no, just just the type of thing an idiot would think. Um, so they're up there, the, the, the monkey, the ape, he's real like mad and everything. But then Forrest figures out that, uh, the ape likes, uh, when he plays the harmonica. Right. And there's like, uh, you know, cameras on board or whatever. So there's a new, (laughs) new headline, (laughs) idiot plays space music to soothe ape. And he says, that is the sort of shit I got, I've, I has got to contend with. (laughs) I have that, Tom. I have that line highlighted as well. I, I can see. I mean, 
If I walked into, uh, you know, uh, buy, buy a pack of cigarettes or something and I see a, a newspaper headline, Idiot Plays Space Music to Soothe Ape, I'm going to say, and a copy of today's paper too, please. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, now, I don't understand. Um, is it because he's an idiot um, that... <laughs> Or is it just poor planning on NASA's part that he has to pee into a bottle? <laughs> um, it, that has to be that he's an idiot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> All and, those spaceships have uh, toilet facilities built into them. It's a hose you put in your, on your wiener and it sucks right. all the uh, pee-pee out. Well, Forrest realizes that the that in all this time, the ape hasn't um, peed. And that's peed, why he's... Yeah. Uh, so I find an empty bottle for him to pee in, but after he I mean, finished, that's a well-behaved ape to yeah. just not, yeah. But after he finished, he'd take the bottle and heave it into a panel of colored lights, and it bust into pieces, and all the pee start floating around in the spaceship. I also love that he calls it a spaceship all the time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, but the big bubble of pee hits the lady in the head, and the yeah, lady's yeah, really uh, like, ill-tempered. Right as she turns around, yeah. yeah. Um. Anyway. Uh. uh anyway, uh, uh, the, the ape gets back, loose, goes nuts. Yeah. The, the, like the piss uh, is all over the place. Yeah. The 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 spaceship starts crashing. And they're like, oh, mm-hmm. put this uh, forest, put this uh, uh, card in this slot, right? It's like mm-hmm. the old computers where the cards. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's like this has like the emergency landing program on yeah, it. Yeah, and he can't do it in time, but then uh, the ape does it. But then all of a sudden <laughs> I see something go pop in the spaceship slow down. I look over and damn if old Sue, he still calls Sue the ape Sue. <laughs> um, yeah. Ain't pulled the parachute lever himself and saved our asses. I I remind myself then and there to feed him a banana when all this shit is over. (laughs) That's a funny line. It's funny, but like it, it's like all right. Now we're we're firmly in Cartoon Town, where the the ape knows which which is the emergency parachute lever, which I don't think is a. I guess maybe it's a thing. There are parachutes when, like, you know, the the old capsules would come back. Right. So I guess there must have been a lever in case of emergency they could pull, too. But they end up in uh, Papua New Guinea, right? Yeah. Now, this is where things get really stupid. And I don't even know what we're allowed to, like, what words. Like, there are some words that are like, I think this is outdated. Like, Mm -hmm. Um, like they wind up with a tribe of cannibals. Yeah, like cartoon Bugs Bunny when like Bugs Bunny is being put in a pot and cooked yeah, up. Yeah, like a big cauldron. And yeah, like a it's spit the over same. the cauldron. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and the the leader of what's what's his name? Big Sam or something? Yeah, something like he's like uh, he's got a British accent. Yeah, he's got like a British a- accent, and he went to Yale. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, all, all these part, uh, is, is just kind of stupid. <laughs> like they're going to eat them, but then they don't. And then, uh, 
like uh, the the other at the actual ast- astronaut. She like falls in love with one of the tribesmen yeah, and goes and moves in with them. Yeah, they but, also but start as a you... cotton plantation, and it's just like, and they have to work the cotton fields or something. It's yeah, like, is this supposed to be some sort of uh, like commentary? On, it's yeah. Like, it's, just get to the part where he plays ping pong again, I guess, or where he runs across the country. Yeah. Um, so they're there for apparently four years. Right. Um, and Forrest is playing uh, chess against Big Sam all the time, and he gets the impression that uh, if uh, he Big Sam wants to beat Forrest and he can't, like yeah. he teaches Forrest how to play chess, I think. And, you know, because he's an idiot savant, he just immediately, yeah, he picks it up and then he's unbeatable. Um, But he thinks, like, as soon as I lose, that's when they're going to eat us. And uh, that is what happens, right? Like, Forrest loses because he's distracted, I think. Yeah. Um, It's like that episode of Frasier where uh, Frasier teaches (laughs) his dad, Martin, how to play chess. And then Martin starts beating him all the time. Yeah, and he gets real mad about it, yeah. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so then, like, I don't know, pandemonium breaks out. There, There's, like, a pygmy tribe, and they invade. And, uh, like, in, in the confusion, the three of them run off. But then uh, uh, there's a canoe coming up that has NASA stamped on... Uh, on like the side of the boat and on all these like pith helmets that they're wearing. Right. And, uh, this part I thought was pretty funny. It says, uh, when the canoe reach our shore, the guy with NASA stamped on his helmet, get out and come up to us. He go right up to old Sue and stick his hand out and say, Mr. Gump, I presume. <laughs> yeah. <that's laughs> a good one. yeah. Uh, um, so uh, uh, the the astronaut she runs off. She's like, "Nah, screw this. I'm gonna stay with uh, with this uh, tribesman I yeah. fell in love with. We're gonna make a new life here." And uh, you know, Forrest and uh, and and old Sue they they go back. No, no, Sue runs off too. Oh, right, I forgot. Yes, yeah, Sue runs off because you know she's like, nah, "I'd rather be in the jungle than yeah. go back to a NASA lab." So just Forrest um, comes back, he gets a hero's welcome, and for real this time. Yes. And he gets to meet another president. Right. This time was the most mm-hmm. painful, stupid shit I've ever read in any yeah. book. Yeah, this was real bad, too. Like also, the stuff like, when figure, he met- this, is, this is published, like, pretty much a decade after Watergate, right? So right. like Yeah, so not that far removed and it's in a pre twitter age or pre-internet age where like everything gets run into the ground 15 (laughs) minutes after a a major news story breaks right yeah but i think this was still run into the ground by then this might have been a little bit clever he meets nixon yeah and i just like Nixon is just like, uh, are you calling me a liar? Yeah. Um, uh, now look now, here, now, said the president. I am your commander in chief. I am not a crook. I do not lie. 
Um, and then he says, uh, I am very sorry, I says, uh, Boris says, but it ain't the truth about Major Fritch. You just take off a card, but... Because uh, he's reading off a card or whatever. Mm. And then tape, the president shout, huh? Mm. Tape, screamed the president. I told you never to mention that word in my presence again. You're all a bunch of disloyal communist swines. Like, And then uh, his vice president is there and uh, Nixon says, pardon me, but... And it's like... Yeah, yeah. And then they go back and forth with like... Uh, pardon stuff. I beg your pardon... Mm. Uh, yeah, it just sucks. <laughs> well, and then they like go outside, and he's got a, a bunch of watches under his sleeve, and he tries to sell Forrest a watch. That actually, I thought was pretty funny. I thought it was <laughs> funny. Uh, actually, just the line that he said. Um, sorry, <laughs> he said, "Listen, do you want to buy a watch?" <laughs> yeah, just like uh, he'd be like, "All right, well, you got to go now." Listen, and he he says it real quietly. Listen, do you want to buy a watch? <laughs> I like that. That's pretty funny. <laughs> All right. Um. So that happens, and then uh, he's uh, so he, you know he's back in society. He's been gone, and of course, uh, his thoughts go to Jenny. Right. He wants to find Jenny again. He uh he calls up uh his old bandmate uh Mose from the Cracked Eggs, and uh. He's like, oh yeah, she uh, uh, she started drinking vodka and showing up late for performances. Uh, as they about to speak to her about it, uh, when she just done up and quit. So basically, uh, you know, she's she had a drinking problem, and when the band went to confront her, they, she was like, ah, screw you, I quit, and left. And they they don't really know uh, where she is. Uh, I forget. Maybe, may, now nah, maybe Mose gives, he gets some kind of clue or maybe, no, he gets a letter from her, right? Yeah. I don't know. The, the, whatever. It's, uh, it's not important. Yeah. He um, figures out where she is. I think it's in Indiana, right? Yeah. At a tire plant. Yeah. So he, he, uh, like waits outside and then, uh, uh, runs into, uh, Lieutenant Dan. Yeah, um, and this is more of the Lieutenant Dan that we've seen in the movie. Yes, yeah. Um, where down on his luck. Mm-hmm. Um, like the grizzled Vietnam, Vietnam vet. That, yeah, that uh, his life has fallen apart. Yeah, he, he's got a drinking problem. He's homeless. He's cynical. Yes. Uh, but he is uh, happy to see uh, uh, Dan, uh, Forrest. Right. Um. Oh, this this was what made me laugh out loud. I mean, dark humor here, but they uh, they f- find Jenny. You know, they're reunited. Uh, for and she tells Forrest, like, you know, just go wait at the bar across the street. I've got three more hours for my shift. So him and Dan go over there, and then she takes both of them back to his house, and they get there now. Uh, Lieutenant Dan is on like uh like a dolly kind of. You know, he's got yeah. no legs, but he doesn't have a wheelchair. He just has like a dolly that he's on. And uh it says uh Dan rolled himself into the bathroom, says he's got to take a pee. 
when he's in there, Jenny asks, <laughs> how are you going to do that? And don't he need help? And I say, no, I've seen him do it before. He can manage. She shake her head and say, this is where the Vietnam War has have got us. There ain't much disputing that either. It is, a, it is a sad and sorry spectacle when a no-legged man have got to pee in his shoe and then dump it over into the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I just love that. He's like, no, no, so no. He can that, uh... <laughs> yeah, you also had that highlight. But I love the like, no, no, no. I can handle the Like, he can handle it by himself. I've seen him do it. <laughs> it's like he's peeing in his shoe and then pouring out in the toilet. But uh, but Jenny fixed up a uh, fixed up Dan a place in a corner of the living room with a little mattress, and she kept a jar on the bathroom floor so you wouldn't have to use his shoe. Yeah. Um. And then uh, for the first time in a while, Forrest has a good job prospect. <laughs> uh, becoming a professional wrestler. Yes. Well, it's he starts uh, arm wrestling. Like him and Dan basically have nothing to do during the day, so they just go to the bar, right? And, and they like, make a lot you know, of money by uh, yeah unseating the arm wrestling champion of the bar, who then like leaves in disgrace. And then yeah. Forrest just sits there and makes uh, bets all day. People come up to him and bet him five well, or ten dollars. Yeah, I think Dan hand Dan's like his manager. Yeah. you know, is handling the money and everything. Yeah, but they're making a couple hundred dollars a week, which uh, at the time mm-hmm. I think is like uh, $20,000 a week. <laughs> yeah, uh, very good money. People are people are starting to come in from like other towns yeah. uh, to challenge him, but nobody can beat him. And then finally, somebody comes along and uh, is like, uh, I want to hire you to be a wrestler. You know, you're you're a big, strong guy. You'd be perfect. And he tells him uh, his name. We have got to give Forrest a name to wrestle under. It just came to me what it is. What might that be, Dan says? The dunce, says Mike. We'll dress him up in, in diapers and put a big old dunce cap on his head. The crowd will love it. Yeah. And, and then course, Dan gets a little protective. He's like, yeah. oh, a, and, uh, uh, you know, they already have somebody called the Spaceman because he's like, oh, why don't you dress him up like an astronaut? Um, mm-hmm. And then uh, Dan, uh, I still don't like it, Dan say. He looks at me and asks, what do you think, Forrest? I don't really give a shit, I said. <laughs> so, like, he's not offended by being called the Yeah, dance he is a gay. He's, he's up been in called a, in. A, a diaper and a dunce cap. <laughs> yeah. Forrest has like very little shame about anything. Yeah. Um, uh, Jenny also has concerns and Dan tells her it's only to make money. They got one guy called the vegetable that wears turnip greens for a jock strap and a hollowed out watermelon over his head with little eyes cut out for him to see through. Another guy calls himself the fairy and has wings on his back and carries a wand. Some bitch probably weighs... 300 pounds you ought to see him and uh that rem- that made me think of the 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 Dwayne the Rock Johnson vehicle the tooth fairy oh yeah that that also had a wrestler dressed up as a fairy and that's you know the whole joke Man, this book inspired so many films so many classic <laughs> films yeah uh i mean this book was before dunston checks in and <laughs> oh, yeah. you know it might 
<laughs> Might have given them the idea of like a, you know, a, a funny ape. Um, Tom, I think there's a uh, probably your favorite part of the book is how uh, how this chapter ends. <laughs> yeah. Anyhow, it ain't near as bad as the guy I got to wrestle tomorrow night in Muncie. He call himself the turd. <laughs> And dresses in a big old body stocking that is painted to look like a piece of shit. Lord knows how, what he going to smell like. Yeah. All right. I want to, I want to learn more about this wrestling league. Yeah. uh, They got the dunce fighting the turd. (laughs) Sign me up. I'll buy VIP ringside tickets. I think we're going to learn a little bit more uh, in future chapters. Yeah, yeah, I think his uh, his wrestling career is just starting. Yeah. Uh, and, like, this part, I can see how they, like, cut this out of the movie because it's like, yeah, you know, they, they cast Tom Hanks. Uh, he's not uh, the the physical specimen that Forrest is. You know, he's uh, Tom Hanks is famously an everyman. Yeah. Uh, so it, it wouldn't be, it would be more ridiculous to have him, like, winning an arm i mean they did have him that he was like a very fast runner and good at football and uh you know i think we all believe that in the movie but uh yeah you gotta you gotta cut some stuff out yeah. and unfortunately sometimes that stuff includes uh the main character going to space with a monkey and then winding up with a tribe of cannibals for four years yeah i will say this tom Mm-hmm. I'm no big fan of the the film Forrest Gump. No, um, but I think the story is way better than the story in the book, right? Uh, the story in the movie, yeah, because they give it like a you know a better arc, kind of. <clears throat> yeah, you know, f- um, the book. We're three quarters of the way through, mm-hmm. um, and I think it sucks. <laughs> There's some parts funny of it lines. are very there, funny. Yeah. yeah, there are parts that are funny. Um, I can't imagine what I would think of this book if I didn't know oh, the movie without the context of the movie. Yeah. yeah, I think I would like. It just feels so untethered from. Not not from reality, but from any kind of like narrative. Um, it's, it's just shit happens. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. it's all just plot, and it's just like it, it's uh, all just things happening to Forrest rather than him making things happen. Yeah, and it's all just like disparate little like adventures that like I don't know. To me, just don't uh, don't hang together like. Yeah, the Vietnam stuff and the space stuff, or the cannibal stuff, with the, contrasted with the the band stuff. It's just like, what what are we doing here? Like, why did you write this book, Winston Groom? Like, what what's the point of all of this? <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just uh, it it makes what the movie did impressive of like finding a way to kind of tie together all these random things and give force uh more of a character arc in that you know again they made the movie kind of more of a love story right than the book is 
Um, and who knows? Maybe the Jenny thing will turn into a, a real love story. Um, I was wrong about Lieutenant Dan. I was like, oh, yeah, Lieutenant Dan of the book is way, way different from the movie. Yeah. Um, and like it turns yeah, out, yeah. No, it just took him a little bit longer to get there in the book. Yeah. Which, again, I think like the movie, I don't know, it's tough to say. I was going to say the movie, it makes a little more sense because like the character's always cynical. Like he's cynical when we meet him. Um, so when you, when Forrest runs into him later, it, it's like not a surprise to see like, oh, now he's like real cynical. Right. And like, it's like, oh, he was cynical before, but now we completely understand why he would, you know, he he's lost his legs. Uh, the, the country he was fighting for, you know, uh, wants to just shove him under the carpet and ignore him. Like it, it makes a lot more sense why. And we, we kind of like skip over that a little bit in the book. Right. But I don't know, maybe, maybe the book it's more impactful because, uh, we we knew what he was like and then it's like, Oh no, this is what the war did to him. Yeah. It's it took like, a positive person and and turned him into a you know a very cynical, yeah. dark character. That's what this uh, podcast did to me, Tom. <laughs> this is your Vietnam. Yep. <laughs> Reading this book and talking about it for an hour once a week. Um. Yeah. Uh, I am still curious to see. You know. Uh, Forrest uh, mentioned, I forget where, uh, maybe it was before he went to space, but like, you know, he still wants to start the shrimp grown business. Not, not shrimp boat. He wants to just like farm shrimp. Yeah. We'll see. Maybe, hey, maybe we'll be proven wrong and uh, we'll get on a boat. Makes more sense because I'm sure uh, the shrimp they serve at uh, Bubba Gum Shrimp is all, you know, farmed. And not uh, caught out in the ocean. You want to know why I'm not super excited about Bubba Gump Shrimp, Tom? <laughs> why is that? Because I don't eat shrimp. <laughs> well, Tim, they got all kinds of shrimp. Yeah, but that's the thing. Um, let's see, Bubba Gump Times Square. Let's 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 see what their uh, what what their menu offering is. Yeah, yeah I'm looking at it too. I'm sure they've got some, you know, impossible shrimp or something. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, let's <laughs> oh, view, it looks... view all locations. Let's see how many locations there are. No, there's a bunch. Anaheim, in New York. Hollywood, California, looks, Universal looks like, City Walk. Looks like every location has a different menu, too, because Denver, you can't Colorado. just look at all the menus. That that uh, makes sense. You know what? I appreciate that with uh, seafood. Yeah. From the sea, from the farm. Oh, they got Lieutenant Dan surfing turf. Tom, you can Mama's... order online. You can do a I know, you Grubhub or DoorDash or Caviar. They, or got, they have a Beyond Burger. Yeah, so I can got get a Beyond Burger you. across the street from me. You can't, but you can't get one in the heart of New York City, Times Square. Where it all happens. Here's what I want to get, Tom. Look, there's oh, they have a dish called. Of course, we have scampi. <laughs> Tom, they got. Mama. I like that you can't you can't order scampi. You have to order. Of course, we have scampi. 
Mama Gump's garlic bread basket. Mm-hmm. Bubba's far out dip, which is just a spinach and artichoke dip. They got Jenny's surf and turf too. They got Lieutenant Dan surf and turf and Jenny's surf and turf. What else can I eat? Um, Did they not have any dishes named after Forest? No, they have Forest Seafood Fest. I would right. like oh, a and Forest oh surf and turf. They've got at least three surf and turfs. Can't wait. I might. Yeah, I might have to get Forest surf and turf. I might have to go all out here. <laughs> Side of fries, I can eat that. Side of mashed yeah. potatoes. Side of steamed broccoli. Maybe when we go there, I'll ask them, what What would Forrest really have? Would it be Forrest Surf and Turf? Would it be the most expensive thing on the menu, or is it something else? Tom, they're not going to like you asking questions about <laughs> Forrest Gump. Tim, they're going to love me asking questions about Forrest Gump. You think they make all the waiters talk in a Forrest Gump accent, just like... Uh, how all the uh, they used to make all the waiters at uh, Outback Steakhouse talking an Australian accent. Tom, they they never did that. They did on opening night. They did. Um, Tom, <laughs> you were you weren't there for the opening night red carpet uh, <laughs> uh, premiere of the Outback Steakhouse near the town we grew up in. Here's a question, Tom. Uh huh. Do we? Go there as civilians. <laughs> or do we wear Forrest Gump outfits? Or do we try to contact them and get their, some, their special, press office? some special treatment? You're always skeptical about doing that, but remember when I got us uh, all that, uh, that, that free entry to Six Flags and uh, all the haunted houses? Yeah, uh, if if you want to, Tim, I don't know what what kind of special service you're expecting at uh, at Forrest Gump's. But Tom, I don't know if you've at ever, Bubba Gump's. I'm sorry, I don't know if you've ever been to Times Square in December. <laughs> it's uh-huh. freaking like you're treated like cattle. If there could be yeah. some place that's like, hey, we're expecting you, and mm-hmm. um. You know, we have like a place set for you. Are you're just talking about making a reservation at a restaurant? <laughs> We're expecting you, and we have a place for you to eat. I don't know that fucking Bubba Gump in Times Square takes reservations. They have a a link here that says "Save your seat." Why don't they and just it says come- no? Uh, they don't call it reservations because this looks weird. I think. I I yeah. I don't know if you can make a reserve. Uh, book. An, excuse me. Book an event. It looks See, like asshole. save your seat. Save your seat is just when. Uh, yeah, it's a wait like, list. Yeah, it's a wait list. But there's no wait. But you have right to go now. in Should there. Should we go right now? Yeah, check in with host upon arrival. If the restaurant is busy, there might be a short wait. Like, Tom, don't you think mm-hmm. it would be smart for us to be like, hey, you know what, maybe get some comp uh, food? All right, I'm not arguing. I mean, we're not going to go for it. Significant comp food. And, like, actually, my nightmare is you and I go there, and they're just like, here's the shrimp feast we've prepared for you. It's like, oh, I'm not going <laughs> to eat any of this. And then I've got to eat the whole shrimp yeah. feast. 
I thought you were going to say your nightmare is that they uh, have have somebody dressed like Forrest Gump sit and eat uh, our meal with us. Tom, now, it's my understanding mm-hmm. that they've removed all of the like movie tie-in. No, I'm looking at uh, their Instagram, a picture from six weeks ago. And it's got uh, a picture in the restaurant of Forrest Gump and Lieutenant Dan shaking hands on their boat. Uh. I don't think they've removed. Why did you think they removed that stuff? Tim? I, That's I, what the whole I thought I heard that damn restaurant's somewhere. based on. Well, I wish you would stop going on these Forrest Gump rumor sites <laughs> <laughs> and believing everything you you read on there. Yeah. It's not the first time it's caused problems on this show. One thing I'm glad is that like I just got over COVID, so I don't think mm-hmm. I'll like you're gonna get COVID <laughs> when you go here. <laughs> no way. I, I bet they they've they've got nice uh, HEPA filters there at Forrest Gump, uh, Bubba Gump. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, I'm. I, I'm looking at these pictures. And I wish we were going to one uh, like down south. They look more fun. They've got like outdoor stuff. Yeah, but I uh, we'll make a good time of it. I mean, we won't. We'll have to bring other people, right? I used to know somebody that worked there. Huh. They who? don't work there. Uh, nobody you know. Who, but who? It's okay. So uh, tell me how you somebody know them. I know. How do you know that Somebody, person? I, I'm not going to dox people on this show, Tim. Just be vague about it. How do you know I this ref- person? It's somebody I know from New York City. From New York City? And it's not <laughs> that I know? Not somebody you know. I, I met them in a way that you were not uh, there. Did you go on a date with this person? No, I didn't go on a date with this person. I'll tell you after the show. You'll be underwhelmed. I don't see why you can't just because I'm not gonna dock somebody, you Tim. I mentioned dock somebody. I, get, I give another another detail, and all of a sudden everybody's like, "Oh, maybe I can get a good seat at Bubblegum Shrimp. Maybe I should find former this coworker." I'm not saying anything. Yeah, former coworker. Sure. This is what makes me think you're lying, because there's a way that you you don't have to dox somebody. You can be just very vague about how you know. Why would I lie about knowing somebody who used to work at Forrest Gump at (laughs) Bubba Gump Shrimp? Because you're a freaking pathological liar, Tom. You claim that you went to you claim that you went to a pizza place and bought dough and then brought it home and made pizza you didn't Uh and that's okay that you didn't (laughs) i did just because you weren't there doesn't mean it didn't happen tell me when that happened (laughs) oh you don't want to dox the date that that happened yeah i don't want to what apartment did you live at when you did that uh it was when we were living i think on leonard street oh yeah yeah, now I'm doxing the uh, former us. <laughs> the apartment we moved out of in 2009. Yeah. Well, what if somebody's got access to a time machine? Too? How did you make it? How did I make what? The pizza. The pizza? Yeah. Fucking, have you never made pizza with I pizza put it dough? On a, I put it on a pizza stone. We didn't have yeah. a pizza stone, though. I didn't make it in our apartment. 
I made it in my girlfriend at the time's apartment. Did she have a pizza stone? I think she did, but you don't need a pizza stone to make pizza in you the know, oven. You know, but I'm asking if you did. I think she did, yeah. D- you don't remember if you put it on a pizza stone? I know she had a pizza stone at one point. I don't know if it, she got it before or after the time I'm thinking of that we bought, that I bought pizza dough from a pizzeria. So you remember making the pizza, but you don't remember how you made the pizza. I don't remember if a pizza stone was involved or not. So it was a cookie sheet? A baking yeah, you sheet? could just use it, if it was. Yeah, it would have been a baking sheet okay. if not. All right. Okay. <laughs> and do you know somebody who used to work at Bubba Gump? Yes. And it's not a coworker, and it's not somebody you've been on a date with, but it's somebody that I don't know. Yes. Bullshit, Tub. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> right. Should we read Gump and Co. and extend Forrest Gump <laughs> six weeks into Forrest Gump ten weeks? Um, should know. we gump? Should we gump in the new year? Yeah. <laughs> Let's gump it up I in twenty twenty three. Let's just make this all gump close. all the time. <laughs> Gump Once we're the done reading the second book, we'll go back and read the first book again. <laughs> Let's write a new book. Write a new Gump yeah, book. Yeah, there's got to be some Forrest Gump fan fiction out there we can start reading. Have you read the inner, like where Tom Hanks talked about uh, how the, the a sequel was in the works? I've heard, I, I didn't see, I haven't read Tom Hanks's account of it, but uh, but I mentioned on this show that like the Wikipedia article talks about how uh, Winston Groom said he was like screwed out of royalties and to like make it right they bought the rights to the second book and yeah. just never did anything with them. Well they got together Tom Hanks and Robert mm-hmm. Zemeckis and whoever else worked on the, the screenplay mm-hmm. and, and they Robert liked, De Niro yeah and Robert De Niro just because he likes movies um, and you say oh, I like being in movies alright yeah he was going to play Bubba, the ghost of Bubba. <laughs> yeah. um, and they were like, all right. And none of them were psyched about it. And then 9-11 happened. And they were like, yeah, this is stupid. What are we doing? Yeah. People are just going to want serious movies from yeah. now on. Remember when they were like, it's the death of irony. Yeah. Um, And ironically, it wasn't. Tom, on that mm-hmm. note, hey, uh, yeah. So, uh, Tom, let's get some real engagement. Uh, oh, wait, I never, I didn't say uh, comment of the week. No, you didn't. Oh, cheapers, creepers. Sorry, and see. you don't even know what the comment of the week is, just off the top of your head. Uh, um, it's from Dana Brady. Will there someday be weird booksman merch available? Because that's a business yeah. idea. If you're going to give us a business yeah. idea, you're you're going to win. Comment of the week. Comment of the week, a hundred percent of the time. So <laughs> hey, sound up with your I can business buy from ideas. You? <laughs> your low so, lift business ideas. Yeah, sound off with ways you'd like to give us money for things. Uh-huh. There will be weird booksmen uh, merchandise. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Figure out what that. Hey, if you've got ideas for what the design should, I mean, it should say weird booksmen, but yeah. like what? What does it look like? Uh, um, let us know. Uh, 
wonderful patron Aaron made us uh, mm-hmm. his own uh, weird yeah booksman weird merch. booksman shirt yeah mm-hmm. we won't use that we won't steal your design Aaron no and we won't replicate your design and d- d- pay you for it because we're not in that business either <laughs> right but we also won't sue you for making bootleg merchandise yeah maybe so we will if- sue you <laughs> yeah I mean. You know, uh, I was—I didn't have my hand on a Bible when I said uh, we yeah. won't sue you. Yeah. In fact, I have my fingers crossed. I saw—I saw, saw with my two eyes. I saw your your your, your fingers crossed. And I right. was winking at Tim the whole time. Despite the the various lawsuits we're bringing against many of you, <laughs> thank you for being patrons. We love you very much. Uh, we'll see you next week for the conclusion of Forrest Gump. And that's all.